Welcome back to the Black Letter Podcast. We set out to create an entertaining and exciting podcast about law and business. Black Letter, the name, comes from the Gothic typeset. Over time, Black Letter became the only font that English law books were printed in. It made it harder for kind of the common person to understand what the English law books said. Black Letter came to represent something that was law, that was set in stone, that was sort of old and a well-settled fundamental principle of law. We're here to demystify black letter law. We're here to demystify things that happen in business and law and where those two meet. And I hope you have fun listening. Welcome back to another episode of the Black Letter Podcast. I'm Tom Dunlap. With me, I have Mark Fava. And Mark is a former U.S. military pilot, retired as a captain, which is the equivalent in the Army to me as a, 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 of Colonel, uh, in 06, I believe, right? Uh, and Correct. spent years in the reserves while also practicing aviation law, built his practice from the ground up in aviation law, and eventually found his way to the Boeing Corporation, where he works now as an ombudsman in-house for Boeing, which we talked about in the last episode. This episode, we're going to talk to Mark a little bit about his entrepreneurship and what he does working with veterans and how uh, he helps people and advice he might have for people who are looking to follow his career path. So Mark, I'm not going to set it up with too many questions. Tell us, I guess, I'll let you just freeform here and kind of give us your your spiel here. What's what's going on with Mark and what do you do? You know, I was very fortunate, like you, Tom, with the military experience. I got to work for some you know, some great people very early on. There's obviously great leaders in the military, not so great, but I worked as an admiral's aide. And then as a lawyer, I worked as a, a, a for a federal judge. And then in-house, I worked for a couple of in-house counsels. So I was always trying to mine data from them about, okay, what are their best practices? What do I like, what I don't like? And you well, know, did you like your admiral? Because I have to, you know. Well, again, I was very fortunate to work for two great admirals. That, and, uh, and and I'm writing a little bit about those lessons because some of the nuggets they planted in my head, this is, you know, back 1990, 90-ish. So I were you still in O3 Yeah, yeah. I was out yep. of three. You know how that goes because you did the same thing. I was in to camp to a general. So I think yeah. much a two-star, so pretty much the equivalent. Uh, yep. And for cut two years. So I. I, I feel like I really liked my general, but there were some generals that I came across in that job. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh my God, I am glad I do not work for that. <laughs> I'm not going to miss many names, but wow. Well, listen, so. I know exactly that time. The, the, the scariest day of my life working for him was when he told me he had orders to go from, you know, I was in Brunswick, Maine, where the, where the P3 community was centered down to Norfolk. Yeah. He was going to be the admiral to run the Norfolk base. He said he wanted me to come with him, and I was already planning to go to law school. So I had to go in the next day, oh. tell him I didn't want to go with him, and tell him I wanted to go to law school. And I thought one of two things was going to happen. You know, either he was going to say okay, or he was going to fire me. Because back then, you know, if you weren't a career person, and you know, again, he looked at me and said, "Are you sure?" And I said, "Yes, sir." And he goes, "Can I talk you out of it?" And I said, "No, sir." And then he said to me words I never forget. He said, "What can I do to help you out?" So I mean, exactly to your point, this was a right. jewel of a, a guy. That's fantastic. And then he became the, is, is that NES Oceana that he became the commander of that base? Yeah, actually the whole, he, he was the whole, sh- the whole NAS and uh, all the ships. So he had the entire oh, wow. Norfolk Naval base. He was yeah. this, as a two-star, he was there and I inherited uh, another Admiral who, you know, he told him, he said, you know, this guy's good, a new, a baby Admiral. And he said, this guy's good. He'll teach you everything you need to know. I want him to stay on. So I was just very fortunate. So you, you pick up those little tidbits along the way. Right, uh, and I did the same thing with the judge that I worked for, and then try and now pass those on to other people. Right. Well, so tell me what you're passing on, and tell me about your 
kind of mentorship program. We, you talked a little bit about that before, but now you, you said you'd like to mentor veterans uh, who are or fellow lawyers. And I mean, just talk about that because I don't know anything about it. <laughs> yeah, no, listen, you know, uh, and, and uh, you're obviously, you know, really good on LinkedIn too, but what an incredible platform. You know, people reach out to you. I have law students reach out to me and, you know, your general reaction when that first happens is I'm too busy. I just, you know, I got, I got so much else to do. Right. Uh, but what I find is if you agree to do it and to talk to them, it's you know, like the most rewarding thing you've done all day. So, you know, I just got off a call of a, of a young law student, went to Chapel Hill, saw my name out there and pinged me. I have a guy that uh, went to the Citadel that did the same thing, just left the army as an Apache helicopter and a Citadel instructor right. to go to Alabama law school. And the other thing is you don't have to, it doesn't have to be just lawyers, right? I've got a couple of young engineers. One I've been mentoring for a couple of years at the factory and told her three years ago, you know, when are you going to get your master's? And I'm happy to say she's 75% through with her master's, you know? And so That's great. Uh, it's a lot of fun doing that. And, and I had people do that for me. That's great. So, um, Mark, anything else you'd kind of like to tell us about your, your current activities and how you, I guess, how you interface? So you, I understand you mentor people, reach out to you on LinkedIn. Do you have a forward-looking, I, you have a website of your own that's separate from your job at Boeing. So tell us a little bit about that and what that, that's all about. Yeah, no, I've got a, I've got a, uh, you know, the, one of the nice things about COVID is, you, you know, there's plenty of free time, right? So re- mm-hmm. I did a little bit, I got back to watching TV, which is, you know, was more for, for, for the mental state just to, have to do something fun. But I also started writing. So I said, look, I got all this stuff. I've been learning from other people. Let's just try and put it down. So I started a blog, the, the aviatorlawyer.com and the first 15, uh, series, Tom, or the stuff I learned from the Admiral. And I'm going to go on to the stuff I learned from the judge. And then I hope to be around long enough to go on to the stuff I learned from the general counsel. Just gotcha. see stories, you know, that, that talk about those lessons. So if somebody wants to look for that, that's theaviatorlawyer.com. How has that blog been received so far, Mark? Have you had any feedback from people or have you had anybody reach out to you as a result of the blog? I, I have. You know, I haven't uh, I haven't been pushing it a lot because I wanted to get a lot of content up on sure. it first and yeah. wanted to polish it and make sure, you know, it had some stuff. So uh, this could be the, the, the world <laughs> debut. Um, but I have had people, you know, you track the Google results and who's hitting it. And, and it's amazing. Uh, it, it is going up and up and people have commented, especially veterans, because we can all um, connect to those stories and those lessons that we then take on with our civilian careers. That's fantastic. Great. Well, Mark, so what I'd like to do is in the, um, in the next segment is talk to you about advice. So the thing, and maybe it's from your blog, maybe you're going to tell me things you've already written about. But what one or two or three or four, I don't, there's no magic number, but what are the major pieces of advice that if we were watching this podcast or listening to this podcast and I hung up on the podcast, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I can remember those three things or those two things. What are those pieces of advice? And I'm going to, I'll close this episode and I'm going to welcome you back in just a minute. But if you have those things in your head and if you want to, you know, feel free to plagiarize from somebody else if you like their advice, Uh, but give us those three pieces of advice. And we'll be back. And thank you, audience, for listening to this episode of the Black Letter Podcast. We'll be back with Mark Fava next week with his final kind of his advice for you and what you can do and use and take with you in the world as you move forward with your career, as you move forward with 
uh, either being an aviation lawyer or working for a big company. I don't know. It'll be a surprise to us what Mark says. Uh, download us wherever you get your podcasts. I said it last week, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Android Play Store, all those great places. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. That's all for today's episode of Black Letter. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time when we talk about more Black Letter issues in creative ways. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and check out our website at blackletterstudios.com.